When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Now long pass to Johnson. They then went to Braley. He wants to go long to Moylan full of running. Out the back to Kennedy. They've got the extra number. Chambers offloads to Molotalo. Absolutely superb, Cronulla. It's not a training run. You're up against the team running first, and you've scored your third try. Here's Johnson. Last tackle. He'll go high again from 30 metres out. Where's Jennings? Jennings has got to fly high. He did it. Oh, Nakora. One-handed. Over the top, Johnson. The kicker got it back. That is brilliant work from the Kiwis. Leota stands, throws it back now to Edwards. They keep coming back. They're back 20 metres now. Martin looks for the runner. It's Burton. Burton little kick. Burton little kick. Tago is a star. Tago is a star. Bounces perfectly for him. And they score the try. They're out on their feet, the Sharkies. They've done all this defence in the second half. And now they're out on their feet. Go to Burton. Burton! It's a shimmy and a shake and away. Gets his second try. And the Panthers... And the Sharkies will be all locked up very shortly. Where's your man? Where's Moylan? Where's Johnson? Who's there? Johnson's there. One-pointer. Hits it. Strikes it. Wobbly. Ugly. Over. Didn't matter. Worth one. And now the Sharkies lead 19-18. Ah, they snuck home. And maybe, just maybe, that is a game they look at. At the end of the year, that may have got him into the finals, the Sharkies, you just can't put them down. They had a shabby, shabby start. It took a long time for Josh Hanno to get his first victory there at Cronulla, but that's three in a row. So they're all of a sudden back in the business. But the big story, of course, it was a field goal by Sean Johnson, and everyone's asking, where is SJ going? Have a listen to the great man himself. Oh, bro, I honestly, I don't know how it went over. It was that jammy. I felt Edwards coming out at me. Um, it was one of those ones I just felt like I had to get it out. Um, and I feel like the whole stadium, bro, went silent yeah. in that one moment. And you could have heard a penny drop. And when it went over, I was like, man, did that even go over? <laughs> and then, yeah, we just, yeah, obviously got around each other. And it was, uh, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah, I got the news a couple of weeks back. And obviously, um, you know, it wasn't, wasn't the news I wanted to hear. Um, you know, I had hopes of sort of seeing my career out at this club. Um, they gave me an opportunity three years ago and, um, you know, I, I, I certainly enjoy my time here. So, um, you know, it's not meant to be. They want to head in a d- different direction. I really do respect that. But uh, for me, all I can focus on is coming out here and um, getting some games under my belt and trusting that next year will take care of itself. Um, you know, tonight hopefully helps. And um, if there's any clubs out there that are after a half bet, I'm your man. Oh, I love the sale. I love the sell. Uh, Crunch time brought to you by Red Rooster and Isuzu, the powerful three-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to live. The Crunch, big news in rugby league. Red Rooster try their new spicy wings. The Rooster's calling and Sean Johnson's calling. He's calling for a club. Uh, what does Josh Hannay think about uh, the situation regarding Sean Johnson? Yeah, I, you know, I've had to answer that question a few times about how Sean and Josh and Aaron have handled the news and, and every time I've answered it the same, they've been first class, they've come to work, they've 
they've bounced into training, they've been professionals, and, and I've got no doubt they'll continue to do that. Um, it's it's what we need, and it's also good for, for them. You know, they're, they're looking for a, a job for next year, so to speak. So the better they can finish the year off for us, the better it's going to be for them next year. Absolutely, yeah. Boys, where, where do you think it would be a good club for Sean Johnson to land? Oh, I think he's, he's still got plenty to offer. Mm. You know, how old is he? I think, uh, I think, I think the Raiders would be a good club for him. Yeah, the Raiders would be a good club. What about um, how? So he's they, no one's talking about him. Then he kicks a field goal and uh, it's he's back on the like up yeah. the top of the market again. But it's, it's strange. It's funny, yeah, yeah. Coaches look beyond 30. that stuff. Thirty. Yeah, yeah right. Eh? So he's still got yeah. You think he's got at least two three years left if he stays injury free? Almost thirty one. Well, look at Benji. Yeah. yeah, exactly. How old's Benji? Oh, 35 or 6, oh, okay. isn't he? Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. I thought he might have even been a little bit older. He was young when he started. Benji Marshall. 13 or something, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he certainly was. Uh, uh, just just on um, 36, is he? Thank you very much, Amen. I was just thinking, boys, in the ad break, and uh, both you men, by the way, how hard it must be coming under and through, you know, a father who's made it in their own right. Was it a, was it a tough path? Um, not so much at the time, but looking back now, I'm like, how was I ever going to bloody replicate that? Yeah. And thanks, Dad, for giving me the same name. Yes. <laughs> Living in the same area, so I played with the same club, the yeah. same number, yeah. the same colours. Yeah. yeah, no, it was tough, mate. But at, like I said, Dad and I, we rarely spoke about footy. It was always anything but. Yeah. And it's just kind of something that we'd done our whole lives. And um, we never saw it as a competition. And when I started playing grade, it seemed to be like a big thing for everyone else. And it was really weird seeing the outside world come close and – and be, oh, you're going to be as good as your father or what, you know, and that was the question. I remember once I was walking out, uh, we're playing a trial up in Newcastle and this is the first I'd ever copped of it and uh, I'd and realised what's about to happen here. I'm walking out to warm up and this bloke just in the middle of all his mates, they're full of it and he's just gone, you will never, <laughs> ever be as good as your old man. I'm like, wow, like I was 19 or something. Yeah. I said, either were you, you imbecile. <laughs> so at least I'm related to him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, mate, I, it seemed to be a big thing for everyone else, bar myself, until when you look back, it's like, yeah, it was quite a fair-sized shoes to fill, wasn't it? But you and your dad did is that a lot in common. You just played it. You had a band together. You loved music. You had yeah. similar likes. Yeah, very uh, – dad Dad was – I, I and he wish was I played too. in the he, 80s. He was never – like some of those players of the 80s, yeah. They said some pretty ridiculous stuff in the media. They, you know, like, yeah. you know, obviously champion team. Like, Guru Senior was great. You know, yeah. he had none of that rubbish in him. It's great around the boys. Obviously, a legend of the game. But these boys, these boys would play him and his his dad and his brothers three day growth. Three day growth. Yeah, and we the, would, would tag in. along to the. I'd come along, yeah. <laughs> come along to the gigs, get full of drink, and just sing in the background. <laughs> yeah. you know? But you know, you could see the relationship him and his dad. They was like just best mates, really. You know, and yeah. Um, You'd, you'd, if Guru to get senior to talk about footy, I'd like I said I love talking about it, but he'd never talking about it. No. You, and, you, and you could tell when I was trying to ask questions, he was like, "Come on, Finch, carry up and get this conversation over with." He'd rather talk about music or well, something. Well, every else. time we'd be at the pub, you'd dead set. You'd have your schooner there, and the bar wouldn't be too far away, and you'd watch every game back to back on all the replays. And I'd be like, "Mate, can we just go out <laughs> yeah. to the big yard for just five minutes? Just five minutes?" But yeah, mate. Um, dad, dad was never really like that. We never had those conversations. Wasn't pushy. And, nah. No, he actually said that he approached me when I was uh, I was starting to play rep footy under fourteens, fifteens, and um, I didn't make a, a merit side, which is an Aussie side. So CHS, we won the won the the day or whatever the knockout. Do you reckon sometimes you didn't make it because 
people, maybe they didn't like para coming through the ranks or they saw your name and, and almost went out of their way not to pick you? I'd love to say that, but yeah. also a lot of it was because that's, I was that's playing like a busted ass. Yeah, that's why they picked yeah. the Andrew Johns in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, mate, maybe maybe there's some of that stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Everything's got some politics involved somewhere. But, yeah, mate, I, I remember him approaching me after not making this Australian merit side, and I was like, oh, that was the best footy I've ever played. That yeah. If I'm not making, then maybe it's not for me. And he said, mate, he goes, you don't have to play this because you think I oh, didn't, you got the same. You don't have to play. He goes, no. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Just do it and I'll back you. And you believed so in So I yeah. said, no worries, I'm not playing next year. So I didn't <laughs> play straight away. I played and played for three years. Did you? Yeah. And then under 18s, I went and met with Brian Smith and he was like, so You I'll hadn't quit. played for three years? Three years, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So under, so from under, I played Harold Matthews and yep. then made this CHS team and that was towards the end of the year and then didn't play from then till under 18s, Jersey flag at Para. Well, there's a lot of school trials and whatnot going on right now and it's a very important message to say, well, it doesn't matter if you make these teams now or conversely if you don't make these teams. But the reason I was asking this question, I certainly didn't have this problem. My dad had one trophy in our household. It was a, a trophy that had this little ornament type thing with the cricket ball that he used in the match screwed onto the thing. Oh, yeah. And, and over the years, I used to screw the ball off and use it myself. I, I lost it that many times. So now dad's sole trophy is a little thing with the screw coming out of it, right? <laughs> and, and that was for like a most improved. And it was like a token trophy for dad. And he'll confess to that. However, I just wonder, and listen to the ads. Is Yender Lee a bit too hard on Lionel? Yeah. Do you reckon? The Bing Lee ads. Yeah. Is Yender a bit too hard? Mate, she's brutal. It's yeah. like communism. And that's yeah. Really, yeah. It's crazy. Lionel. Like, Lionel's doing his column best. Lionel's isn't he? just trying isn't to he? sell the ad and she's all over it. Yeah, yeah. She's just hammering him. Everything he says, she's just onto it. Yeah. Poor I, Lionel. I always worry about Lionel. So you blokes didn't contend with that. Well, do you reckon Lionel's single, still living at home? And that's what Lendl's all over him. You know, he's still yeah, she's 100%. cooking food. You've got to get out on your own, Lionel. Yeah, that's it. Who's Break gonna, away. Who's going to want to hook up with Lionel when he, yeah. he's got that in the background? Nah. You come home and there's big Lendl on the recliner nah, just li- going. Li- li- Lionel's, Lionel's good to go. Lionel's good to go. But he's still I, I think Yen- no, 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 no. Lion- Lionel's his own man. I think Yender's just pushing him. Just pushing him. See, But I, I reckon he's ready to fly now, Lionel. I reckon it's his well, time. Well, I reckon... F- Punches could be ready to fly, you're talking about. Oh, you reckon it's getting a bit heated? <laughs> anyway, have your say. one 1170 is the way to get involved. Uh, also to Josh Hannay, there was an interesting scenario in the game where um, Villiarme Kiko was down in back play and there was a lot of conjecture on social media around this. Have a listen. You know, play being stopped and Billy Kiko come from the field? Yeah, I, I do. Probably won't share it. Yeah, it's... Ridiculous. Yeah, I, th- I thought the rule was for serious injury that play would be stopped, but if it was deemed not serious, that play would, would go on. Um, so, yeah, I know it's a difficult one for the people in charge out there um, because you are dealing with people's health. So I, I get that, um, but it, it, it kind of looked like it wasn't a, a serious injury and, and we were... We probably could have put the game away there if the game was allowed to flow. Um, so, um, thankfully, you know, we're sitting here and we're celebrating a win. Oh, there you go. Don't so. you love how uh, Josh Kennedy goes, I, I do have uh, yeah. an opinion, but I'm not going to share it. No, and then share it. it for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. Uh, boys, another head knock for Wade Graham. So that's not good. Yeah. Uh, did, he look like, did he roll his ankle as well when he... Yeah, it's looked like he, the side he's... of his boot kind of flicked his leg out. Yeah. It's like he'd done a little medial or something yeah. in there. But I, it, that I didn't actually see until the replay. He, he copped another knee on the way through. So oh, his head he? hit the hip, and that would have rattled you. And then on the way back through, the knees come and collected his temple, and yeah. that's knocked him a bit dizzy. Yeah, that's no, no good. What, what do we do? What do you do about the concussions? Like they're saying, they're pulling it up, and it's over policing and all this stuff. 
do you change the tackle tech? Like no, where you, the, you can't because you then can't the game's different, it? isn't and it? And everyone knows it's the game's never been safer. Mm. You know, if if there was a if it was a million dollar fine for high tackles, there's still going to be high, high tackles. tackles in the game because that's just I how it is. See. There is going to be accidents. I I think the you know, you look at the stuff that went on back in the 80s and when, when my old man played, 70s. Yeah. Like, it was take your heads off stuff. We're not like that now. I think the NRLs has done a really good job around concussion the last few years. Yeah. Oh, but because it's a contact sport, there's going to be. Gonna, it has to be. And, and again, we want to bang on about, you know, my problem is just, you know, we stand up on that podium about the high tackles. More people are getting knocked out making tackles. Yeah. yeah. So the NRL has just spun all these. Uh, stats to yeah. suit. That's what makes me angry with, with the landies and the to suit their the narrative. Over Most, status stars. Yes. Yeah. Over statistics. The biggest concussions are, are, are tackling or yeah, hundred percent. hundred percent agree with you, mate. Yeah. It's what do you do? Like they're they're like they're getting bigger, faster, fitter. Yep. Yeah. They're running into each other at at that pace at speed that wasn't happening back yeah. in the day. Hundred percent. And there's that much random collision now. How do you stop? Two, like I always say, two rhinos running each other, limbs, and you, you fall in this random heap. There's yep. heads getting knocked. And then if you do make it so first contact has to be under the ball, you're copping the top of elbows, yeah. you're getting hips like Wade Graham. It, you can't you can't stop it unless yeah. they bring in some sort of helmet. What do they do eventually? Anything is just going head first. Boy, yeah. Boys, the only way to stop it, right, and, and this will never happen, so it's not even a solution, is, as you said, fitter, faster, stronger over the years. The field dimensions have remained the same. So back, at, you know, years before we were playing, people were coming out of pubs and playing. Yeah, it was right. it was actually slow. Yeah. It was now it is just athlete up to the athlete. athlete, big, strong. So ostensibly, the field's got a lot smaller. Yep. right, because they cover it so easier. So it's a bash and bargeathon. Now that's not going to change. In fact, that's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse as the years go on. Right. So like the UFC, it's going to be come to a point where only the toughest of the toughest are able to play this game. So what I believe the game needs to implement. Uh, which allows for maybe a semi-professional coming down the track. For There's players who, they have in place Oztag and touch football, but people still want to play tackle. They just don't want to tackle Junior Paulo. Yeah. So I think that we've got to start heading towards a hybrid game, which might be a 10s or a 9s comp, which essentially takes you back to those 70s where there's not the big head-on tackles, and it's another game that might be played on a Wednesday night. It's a different comp, and... Because this comp's only going to get harder and harder and harder and harder. No. Well, yeah, and how you, can you change? You can't change it. We can't, can't change it. We don't want to change what, it. Say, say the first contact's right, just um, speaking out of my head here, it, it's got to be under the ball. And then I guess it's a different game then because second phase play offloads. You're exactly. taught to wrap the ball up every time. Yep. That's what you, you can't police it. You can't police this random collision at that speed. You can't, you can't tell what's going to happen on the way down and, and on the way up. Guru, uh, Formula One driving is dangerous. And, and for people who start go-karting and doing all that stuff and wanting to be a Formula One driver, you know that if you make the big time, it is dangerous. And that's what rugby league's going to be. And yep. uh, that's why I just think that if we could, over time, introduce – another competition in conjunction with the, the primary game, which will be always the way it is, then it gives kids who, like 15 and 16 kids are quitting the game because they don't want to play ice tag and touch footy. They want to play tackle. They just want to tackle these guys. So give them a nines comp that they can go and play. And Weight classes? Like back yeah. in the day when my grandfather played yeah. football, it was all about weight classes. Something like that. Yeah, yeah to back your point up about the size of players, you look at the you know, the, the great eras of the 80s and the, the Australian um, – the untouchables, right? Yeah. But Invincibles, the eighty-two suit. gang. Yeah. You look at the, the back rows, like Wayne Pierce. He wasn't a big. He's not a big man. No. Steve Folks was not a big yeah. man. Dave Gillespie, in terms of height, was not a big man. Brad Mackay, the yeah. five choose, like they yeah, all the back rowers. Point. You look at the back rowers now. Kick out. You know, like they they double the size yeah. of what our Body best builders. back rowers were back then. You know, 
And that's, you know, 20, 30 years down the track. Me versus Mike Acevo. Exactly right. Hello. <laughs> Good luck. I wouldn't have made today's game. I don't mind saying that. There's many people back in the day who said, oh, yeah, we would have killed it. No, you wouldn't have, mate. This <laughs> oh. game is a completely different beast. Oh. Completely different yeah, beast. Imagine trying to tackle him. Just, oh, that yeah. just gives me nightmares thinking about We used that. to have Tanyella Tuiaki. Oh, he was awful and, too. And yeah. the, I like the mark in. That was yeah. disgraceful coming up but against What them. I used to do, because I'd go out in the wing in defence, so I didn't have to mm. make tackles, so I'd defend outside Guru. Anyway, I wouldn't let you there for no. long. Get back in there. Anyway, <laughs> PJ Marsh, come on, come on, it changed from for Piggy Riddell. He's come on, Phil. He's gotten it done. He happened first time he's done this. Fourth, he's jumped out and kicked down the right hand side. It was the world's worst pop gun kick, and it went straight down the throat <laughs> of Tuiaki. Oh, and I'm on the sideline trying not to tackle him. He's looked at me just from, from oh, and the sideline and the sideline mic picked me up. Went no, it's <laughs> <laughs> like a horror movie, eh? We, we played down oh. at GIA, formerly known Bruce Stadium, <laughs> and and all week it was my assignment to mark on Leslie Vanacolo. Oh yucky! Oh right, so and that was he fine. was the worst. I never had to no. mark him. Yeah. Thank God, he was the only one. Yeah. Uh, that I was scared of, that I never had to play against. Thank you. Thank he you. was a beast, right? And I think that we called him the beast. Anyway, so we go there and we're onto the field. And, and I had it covered all week. I had no problem. My head was wrapped around marking Leslie Vaynercolo. So we get out there and I look at him. And I run over to Lalloa Milford and I'm on the left wing. I was supposed to be on the right marking him. He said, mate, what are you doing? You're on the wrong side. I said, no, no, mate. Junior's just said, you're, mate, you've got to go to the 100%. other side because you'll get him for speed below yeah. Milford. I used to do that with the sun because sometimes the sun would be on one side. Yeah. If it was a hot day, I'd be like, just go over to Birdie and go, Birdie, mate, I'm, I think I'm playing over this side to this <laughs> day and then swap it back for the next one. Les was, he was a champion. Like, I played with Leslie down in Kim. Oh, we, we played at Broncos one day. We led 18 nil. Anyway, Les done his peck. He didn't tell anyone. And he, so oh, he's on the wing. played with it. So next minute, once some Chris Walker may got the ball for Brisbane and run around him. And Les has got his arm like tucked in, trying to run next to him. It looked like he was in an egg and spoon race. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he tried to run next to him. Yeah. He said, what's wrong against his shoulder? Anyway, one of my favourite Les and Vettercola stories, we were um, doing a lot of swimming one off-season training with fitness. And anyway, I've got a lot of the Polynesian boys, and yeah. a lot of the other boys for that matter, don't swim well. So uh, one of our days off, they had a stroke correction class at the pool, the train stroke correction. Anyway, Les turns up. He sits there, 7 o'clock, gets his pen and paper out at the pool. <laughs> And we're going, what are you doing, Les? He goes, I'm, I'm here for speech correction. <laughs> no, it's stroke correction. So what would you think we're doing English-speaking classes at a swimming pool? Wasn't he, wasn't he playing Trivial Pursuit once and then the card came up and he, said, he goes, oh, what's this uh, C-Same uh, yeah, Street? And he yeah, goes, Sesame a, Street. That's a, it was, we, had, we had Sale of the Century. C-Same Street. Yeah, uh, we had Sale of the Century and it was, uh, it was raining one day and each, each person took turns of being Glen Ridge. And he goes, uh... <laughs> what uh, what is the name of the character that lives in the trash can in uh, how you say Seasame Street? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Seasame Street? We're going, Give me a look at that. They said it's Sesame. <laughs> Mate, well, oh, they they don't get enough. Uh, they don't get enough accolades for. They come over to the country. Some of them can't speak English, yeah, and they do, they make they do it so good yeah, so yeah. quickly. If I went to France. I wouldn't. I'd be gone. No, yeah. I'd just be. I'd be that bloke who can't speak French. Hey boys, we've got a break. We've got a break. Uh, this is a crunch. No, leave it the on. Crunch. Thanks to Red Rooster, new spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Roosters calling as we go to the break around the grounds in the knock-on effect cup. It is the night six leading the Bunnies nil. Seven minutes gone in the first half. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.